Newsday presents the Island Ice Podcast with Andrew Gross. And welcome to Island Ice, Newsday's New York Islanders podcast, episode 28. I am your host, Andrew Gross of Newsday. You can find me on Twitter at agrossnewsday. And first off, let me just say I hope everyone is doing as well as possible, staying as healthy as possible, staying as occupied as possible. Uh, I know these are not easy times. Uh, We're all struggling to fight through this together. I miss being around the rink, that's for sure. Uh, I miss having more communications with you guys. Uh, You know, I miss having, you know, Islanders hockey to cover. Um, At some point, this will all pass and we will get back to... uh, you know, as much of a normal life as we can get. And, uh, and that hopefully will include uh, New York Islanders hockey, be it if the NHL is able to uh, conclude its 2019-2020 season and go into the playoffs or just go into the playoffs, or if the NHL, which put its season on pause on March 12th in response to the global pandemic uh, for the coronavirus and COVID-19. Season's been on hold March 12th. Today is April 3rd. And, uh, you know, uh, if, if things go too far deep into the summer in terms of not being able to, you know, get people together, uh, not just fans in the stand, because there is a way to do this without fans in the stand. But if you can't have large gatherings, you can't have practices, you can't have games. So some of those restrictions certainly are going to have to ease at first. Uh, No telling, no timetable right now as to when that might be. Certainly President Trump extends uh, the social distancing guidelines in the U.S. through April 30th. Uh, So we're looking at at least another month. And if you listen to the experts, uh, it's going to go on a little bit longer than that as well. at some point, there will be hockey again, and uh, you know, and and we can all look forward to that day. But uh, you know, there's still hopefully some stuff to cover. And uh, first off, I, I just want to give a, a a huge thank you to Islanders president and general manager Lou Lamarillo and the Islanders uh, public relations chief Kimber Arbach for facilitating some interviews this week. It, it was good to talk to some people uh, from the team this week, was able to chat with Lou Lamarillo and Jordan Eberly and Andy Green. And as you'll hear in today's podcast, had a really long conversation with Barry Trotz. So uh, again, thank you to Lou Lamarillo and Kimber Arbach for facilitating all of that and allowing me to provide content that Islanders fans may may be interested in and uh, I, I think you'll be interested in what Barry Trotz had to say uh, as he spoke to me earlier today we went over a wide range of of topics from you know what he is doing right now and how he is preparing for when when hockey whenever hockey might come back all the different scenarios he's going into and what the players have to do to keep themselves ready and, you know, 
uh, how, and this is something I've been asking everyone, just the, you know, the NHL is so different from the NBA in terms of, you know, I know the, the two leagues get clumped together sometimes. And certainly the NBA went out on March 11th and the NHL follows suit on March 12th. Uh, the difference being, you know, hockey obviously being played on ice, meaning that the players have to be able to keep up their skating training, you know, to really be able to play an NHL game. And most of the guys, other than the ones who have, you know, maybe gone back to Canada where it's still winter in some parts and you can skate on an outdoor pond, most of these players have not been able to skate since March 11th. The longer you go into this forced hiatus, this forced pause of the season, the more that's going to become an issue. I would think players certainly take time off after a regular season or after the playoffs from skating. But, you know, say the guys, you know, whose season ends in April, you know, by June, you know, most of them are getting back by July 1st, most of them are getting back skating. Um, you give the body a rest and you get back to it. And, uh, you know, I was talking to Andy Green, as I mentioned, and uh, he was saying he feels like his body is all confused right now. You know, it's, it's April 3rd, as I mentioned, and usually this is the time of the year when, when players have been through the grueling regular season and, you know, 16 of the 31 teams are gearing up for playoffs. And, you know, Andy Green's body is really confused. It's telling him he should be out there playing right now. And, you know, he's doing some of the training, as much training as he can at home. But, you know, without the skating component and without some of the other stuff, it just feels different. But for right now, uh, you know, I wanted to get you this interview I did with Barry Trotz. As I said, a wide range of topics and he had some uh, some interesting comments, I thought, on the state of the Islanders. He and also kind of some self analysis on the coaching job he did this season and what he might have done differently in hindsight. So with that, um, here is Barry Trotz from his home uh, out on Long Island as he waits out this self quarantine period along with the rest of us. It's been good. It's, uh... Uh, the little guy, as I was saying, my wife does school with the little guy in the morning. Yeah. I do a hockey project that I, I don't that I'm sort of on onto, and uh, and then in the afternoon, uh, she usually gives me a little project of my own, like a house project <laughs> or a cleaning project or something, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, do a little exercise here and there. Yeah. And maybe watch, uh, uh, you know, I'm not a guy that can sit there and watch the uh, a whole five episodes of some kind of series or anything. I watch maybe one at night yeah. before I go to bed. That's about it. But uh, keeping busy and keeping active and uh, just trying to just get through stuff. It's, it's fine. Just take an opportunity to not own this much uh, ever. So. It's, it's different, but it's, I try to 
look at it as a positive rather than a negative. Well, I guess, you know, I've talked to my daughter a lot about that because she's, you know, probably the most positive person I've been around. Um, you know, both my daughters are at home and, you know, she just has, she's always upbeat. And I guess for, for mental health, you, you, you kind of have to be like that, right? Because otherwise everything just weighs you down. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. I mean, uh, you can only control what you can control. You hear that all the time. Well, this is not what we can control, but we can control our attitude. We can control how productive we are during the day. Um, if you're productive or not, that's, you know, like people get up in the morning, oh, I got nothing to do, and they don't do anything all day, and then that, that gets old. Right? I try to stay busy. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> what is it? No, seriously. You know, you... People, I, I know that probably don't get up till 3 in the afternoon. No, no, that's, what was it, Jordan Everly was saying on the conference call the other day that he, you know, he has so much, like, bound up energy, he finds himself just running up and down the stairs at times, so. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you have lots of energy, like, I know what he's talking about, I saw him at the, uh, the grocery store the other day, um, he was, I, I was getting groceries, and he was getting groceries, and we were talking to each other, you know, across the, uh, uh, the vegetable sort of aisle, and uh, and he uh, he was just saying, yeah, he's you know, my wife says, you know, can you go get this? He goes running up the stairs, and that's a <laughs> form of exercise, you know. So you're okay with all that, you know. Yeah. Do you, and I know, you know, I spoke to Lou the other day and, you know, he also is a very optimistic, positive person. And, you know, I understand that leadership kind of has to present some kind of face to the players and to the organization that, yeah, this, this is going to get settled and, you know, the players have to remain ready. But, you know, how optimistic or, or what are your thoughts on, you know, what we might be seeing in, in terms of, you know, getting the season going again? Well, that's, that's a good question. Uh, uh, well, it's, it's the, it's the million dollar question too. I think society is going to dictate uh, when we're going to come back. I, I don't have any doubt about that. Um, when though, I have no idea. That's, yeah. the, that's the million dollar question. So, I just said to the players, I mean, we're going to come back and, and, you know, hopefully this, this, uh, you know, this, we get an opportunity to play for a Stanley Cup. We are in the playoffs. I can't tell you if it's going to be, you know, because the point percentage of if there's going to be a extended playoff, a 18 playoff, uh, I, I, I don't know, but we, it's like, what a great opportunity. So, there's a there's a component of being you know mentally ready uh, when called upon. Um, being uh, physically, you gotta, you're an athlete. That's your job. Try to stay uh, the mindset of an athlete, uh, where you're you know you're you're ready if if called upon. Uh, you know, and we and maybe quick. I mean, we don't know if um, you know. To say things settle down and the NHL says, hey, get back, we're going to start a training camp at state. Well, there's going to, there might be some different rules for different countries. So, you know, getting a, a guy over from Europe, he may come over here and he still has to be quarantined for two weeks. Right. Where he's allowed to play. So that's going to open up an opportunity for someone else maybe to jump into a spot. So you just got to be ready. And, and prepared, and I, I, I said, you know, to make the most of this time, 
uh, with your family or if it's your, uh, you know, we got, we got, I think three guys, two or three guys that have, well, we got more than that. We got a lot of guys with young kids, but we have, uh, some new, new, uh, uh, young children that have been born in the last month there. Um, you know, that's what a great opportunity that you're home for a long extended period of time when your child's first born. Right. Um, that doesn't happen very often. A lot of times the, uh, you have a child born during the season, you know, you get to see, hopefully you get to see the child born and then you get a day or two and you're, you're back gone. You might be on a road trip for six days. You don't know. So it's a, it's a great opportunity to do that. It's a great opportunity to get better in some areas, be it mental discipline or, or knowledge wise or whatever, uh, and, and stay connected that way. And, 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 uh, finding different ways to to do that and we're, we're trying to provide them with those different ways uh, uh, through the group chats and, and all that so they're they're being creative I, I love the, the fact that people are being creative uh, in society right now uh, you know I was saying uh, you know our, uh, Nolan's teacher came by the other day she was riding her bike and she says she phoned everybody says I'm coming by and not to, and she Came by on her bike and uh, was able to face to not face to face, but with you know 10, 12 feet distance, talk to all the students. Uh, took a you know twelve what she called a twelve foot selfie, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and got to bring some joy. And you, you, re- you really appreciate the uh, you really appreciate the the aspect of. Uh, of what teachers go through, and yeah. then you're seeing it with those first responders, and open your door at seven o'clock, and the people are honking their horns and and clapping and all that. Those are those are people are being very creative and uh, um, getting to do things that they wouldn't have time. Their imagination. There's people are becoming kids again. Uh, you know, the, you you go on the TikTok and all that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's all it, it, it's, you try to take the positive out of it, yeah. You know, um, and, and that's how you get through these things. I mean, uh, I was saying, you know, societies, you know, generations before us have had, you know, they've had wars and, and the Great Depression and stuff like that, and this toughens you up. This this you know this allows you to have uh, some backbone and some discipline. And this is this is this is not good, but it, it, there's some good that can come out of it. Yeah, and, and, I, and I imagine it's going to kind of shape, you know, the kids who are going through this, just like the kids who went through the depression. You know, they're going to remember this for the rest of their lives and probably adjust the way they live accordingly. I would think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think there's, you know, in every every business, every society, there there is a reset. Maybe this is our reset. Maybe this is our our time. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I'll we'll, I'll be we'll be able to ask that twenty or thirty years from now. But um, you know how we how we we show discipline in society and getting this taken care of. Uh, you know, it's going to be uh, a little bit of social consciousness. It's going to be a science that that helps us. I get through all this. 
I, I wanted to ask you, um, you, you, you brought up the training and the fact that players have to, you know, mentally and physically, you know, just stay at the ready for whenever, you know, the NHL is able to get out of this pause. But, you know, the NHL is so unique, you know, certainly compared to the NH, uh, to the NBA in, in that there is a, skim, a, a skating component. And, and these guys haven't, you know, for the most part, I, I know Ryan Pulak is, you know, up in Winnipeg. You can still get outside and, and skate. He was on the pond the other day. Yeah. Way. But, I mean, most of these guys haven't been on skates since uh, March 11th when you had your last practice. And it's going to be... I, you know, uh, President Trump extended the, the social distancing through April 30th now. So, you know, best case scenario, these guys are going to be off the off skates for six weeks. And, and it's probably going to be longer than that. Um, just, you know, can how how can players handle that and, and how quickly, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people understand exactly how tough it is to be, you know, in top skating shape. You know, how, how yeah, much... That, that is, that is you're, you're correct about that. I mean, that's why there's going to have to be a set parameter on uh, on time for players to, so that you, you're able to not put the players in peril. Uh, but most of them, you know, a lot of the strength coaches have... Uh, designed the a lot of their programs to to help a lot of those core muscles and and groin muscles and all that that can help the prevention of that. Uh, but nothing emulates skating like skating. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, you guys have different things. They you know, everything from the slide boards and that, but it's still not the same. Right. Um, so, but guys can you know get the aerobic. Uh, components in, 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 in order with the running and all those type of things. There's different things you can do, uh, you know, uh, training-wise and and give yourself the best chance. But, you know, the one component is going to be a little bit of uh, of the uh, of the pure skating. Uh, a lot of the stuff that they do in terms of their their, their hands and that, that can be done off ice, which they do in the, in the summer anyway. So, um it, 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 that'll, that'll be the, the one thing, and I, I think when when this is all settled out, I, I'm pretty sure that the league and the PA and all the people that are the decision makers are going to make the right decision as a as a group because the the, the players are the talents, and uh, without the players, then uh, you know we wouldn't have hockey. So we, we we're going to do what's best for the for the, the league and the players. So. Uh, that component will be be put in place. I mean, you know, maybe you're allowed to come back in small groups, as they they, they talked about early in this process. Um, maybe you you know, and, and then that's how you you get you sort of get around it. They they first said you know you you can't have uh, more than five thousand people in a in a in a, a gathering. Then it was it got lower and lower. Yeah. Well, they, as it gets better and better, it will ramp up. So maybe you got to do it. In small groups and for you know two weeks, so you can get that skate component till they allow you to do bigger groups. I don't know how it's going to play out. That's uh, for the you know the Governor Como's of the world and, and, and the Donald Trumps of the world to to they will give us orders that way what we can do and what we can't do. So we're just going to react to it, but we've got to be prepared for that too. So. As a, as a staff, or, or me in particular, I, I think about all these scenarios, 
and I'm trying to work through these scenarios. So I'll have a, I'll have a, a you know, a small group practice ready for a while. I'll have a, you know, so I'm not wasting my time going, okay, what are we going to do today? We only got, you know, we're allowed six players and then right. react off that. I'm going to, I'm going to spend my time and, and some of it will be not applicable. Some of it will, but it, it will allow me to uh, create and understand all the different, a lot of different scenarios that may be in place. I don't even know if they will, but it allows me to stay active in what I, I, uh, I do. It keeps me, I want to say, mentally sharp and, and mentally prepared. If we do play, I want to be in a position, just like I asked my players, I want to be in a position to give them the best chance to have success uh, as a group. And then individually, they want to be in, in a real good shape and a mindset and that so that they individually can have success and we can have success together. So, you know, a guy comes back and he's, he's, uh, hasn't done any, any work and all of a sudden we're starting up and he's behind the eight ball. Well, you're behind the eight ball. You're probably not going to be in the lineup and it won't be anybody's fault with your own. So right. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come in there and, 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 and say, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I had lots of time and I didn't, do anything. I watch movies. I, I'm going to prepare and prepare myself, so I'm prepared to go forward when I can prepare our team. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not just sitting around and doing nothing. How many, if you had to estimate, how many different scenarios, you know, are you are you trying to juggle at once right now? Well, I, I, I just think I'm, I'm trying to go with common, a little bit of common sense. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm like you, I'm reading Twitter, I'm watching the news and I'm trying to read the tea leaves a little bit and try to figure out what I think might happen and, and, and sort of prepare for it and at least write down the, you know, this scenario that I, I'm thinking about, could this happen? Could this be one of the scenarios? And then I'm sort of working off of that. So, um, and it, to me, it's, it's about prioritizing what you're going to have to do. That's that's probably the main thing. Whatever scenario, what's the priorities for those scenarios? Right, right. And that's probably the best way to say it. And there's little components within that those scenarios that you've got to make sure that you get them covered. So um, that's what I'm trying to trying to do in my head and on paper or on the computer or old school on paper first and then on computer. Um, so that keeps me busy mentally, uh, and also uh, I, I feel like you know I, I'm I'm prepared to to go forward no matter what's thrown at us, and I'm not gonna uh, be reeling and and not be prepared and 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 spending my time preparing rather than spending my time uh, getting everything in order for us, you know, like. You know, I'm going to have to find out where guys are, players are, you know, mentally and physically and all that. I'll spend my time doing that rather than spend my time, okay, what are we going to do now? Right, right. Uh, I'm going to have that, hopefully, most prepared will adjust off of it, but I just want to make sure that I am spending my time when we get the opportunity to come back to be ready to go. 
Hey, uh, how many how many of the players wound up leaving the United States or, or North America? I'm not talking about the Canadians, but how many guys went back to, to Russia or, or Europe? And is it a little bit more difficult to, to stay, you know, up to date with them? Um, the only guys that I, I, I do, I have to look at the list of guys, but I think Leo and uh, Otto went back to Finland. Yeah. We don't have that many Europeans on our team. We got Canadians and right. we North, more North Americans. I, uh, Varley, is, I think he's out in Colorado, or not Colorado, uh, uh, Texas or something like that. Yeah. He has, he has some place out there. Um, and the rest of are in Canada. I don't know of anybody else that we don't have any Swedes, Czechs, uh, Russians. It's just Varley. Uh, we only, I think we only got two, which is probably a low number. Uh, compared to like my Washington team, there there would be probably a few more. There'd be a few more Europeans, but their key guys have stayed. Like I know Batchum just had a his, he just had a baby uh, right uh, the other day, and then Obi stayed. He's in right. He's in, yeah. You follow him if you follow him on Twitter. You know he's at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he but he always brings his trainer in the last couple the last month of the season. Um, and he he just happened to just come in at that time, and then he just his trainers just living there now. Huh. Um, but um, you know, there's other teams that have a lot of Europeans that went back, so it'll be interesting because every country I think will be different uh, in yeah. terms of what their their rules are and and that. So you have to prepare. Like maybe, like I said, maybe we come back and and uh, you know you only have. Eleven guys, and then the other eight guys are in quarantine for some teams. You know? Right, right. There, I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee. Even Canada is going to open things up the same way or at the same time that the U.S. is going to. So, yeah, no, I think uh, I think they're, they'll, they'll they'll react off of what the U.S. does. I think that's yeah. But there's no there's no guarantee in the same time frame. So there's there's lots of there's lots of moving parts and lots that we don't control. Yeah. But the only the, the only things that we do control is the uh, the mindset and the uh, preparation part of it. If we get back and we get rolling and we get uh, uh, you know uh, an opportunity to play uh, some games here, and if we do, it's you know the, the you're at you're you're closer to the end. You don't have to go through the you're yeah. not going to have to go through the grind of. 82 games plus playoffs, it, it may be, you know, it might be playoffs. Right. Who knows? What a, you know, so it's a, it's a totally different uh, uh, mindset. So every team's probably going through the, the same stuff that we are. Um, maybe the different degrees. I mean, um, you know, every team's a little different. Uh, but we're going to do it. We're going to do what the New York Islanders do and not worry about what, uh, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights or or anybody else does. I mean, you know, the team in Calgary or whatever, we don't we don't operate that way. We do what we do is best for our group and our team. Right. 
So, so, so let's be positive. Let's, let's go with the assumption or, or, or the hope that, you know, hockey is going to be played again at some point for this season, you know, be it whether it goes right into the playoffs or not. But let's assume, you know, you're able to play more games, be it regular season games or playoff games. Where, where in your mind did the team leave off in terms of their play? I know, you know, it was, uh, you know, what was it, an 0-3-4 slide, you know, and, and – but, yeah, no, I, 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 I talked to this to someone else today. I thought we were trending in the right direction, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I know that we weren't getting the results, but I could tell in our room our, our, our resiliency, our resolve, our focus was all going in the right direction. Sometimes, you know, when you're when things aren't coming easy, you gotta you got to fight through that. We were willing to fight through that. When we weren't playing well, we weren't willing to fight through that. We were in a position... Um, or in a mindset that we were willing to fight through it. The, the battle was, or the fight wasn't scaring us. Uh, I think when we were fighting poorly, we, we avoided the, 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 the battle mm-hmm. a little bit. And I think we were really accepting the, the challenge of the battle uh, when we left. And so I was in a good spot. I didn't have any any worries that we weren't going to make the playoffs, even though we were on, you know, we were in by Fresanis, but we're a point behind. I wasn't worried we weren't going to make the playoffs because we were trending mentally in the right way. And uh, I, I liked where we were, where we were going. Our mental mindset was going in the right place. And I was actually glad we were on the road. Right. Because that could really pull us together, you know. And then when you're, when you're in the, willing to go through some adversity and, and, and willing to accept whatever's thrown at you, you don't mind being on the road because it seems like it's a bigger task uh, ahead of you because you're the, the, you know, you're the, you're the road team and you're the, you know, you're the, you get the last change and the fans are cheering for your opponent versus you. And, you know, you're just, you're just the 23 guys that we had on the trip and, and the staff and, and it was, you know, you against the world type thing. So, um, I liked where we were, we were going and, uh, I liked the challenges. I wasn't too worried that we weren't going to not make the playoffs or anything. I was confident we were, we had to go through this pain, if you will. Um, because we, we just sort of lost our, or want to put in the, the, the real heavy work that's necessary to win. And so, a little bit that, that's on me. I, I think at times we, we tried to overthink it a little bit. Sometimes we, I thought we, and we, we overcoached a little bit at times. And at times I thought maybe, uh, looking back, you know, 2020 hindsight is always a great thing. That's why this break is great. I would do a few things different and, uh, maybe would have practiced at different times, uh, more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, just because our the group our the group needed it and uh, all those different things you know you go back I would have handled this meeting maybe different all that but that that's a great thing to have is you know we you reassess I mean you just like you you wish you would have you know wrote a, a column a little differently once in a while than it <laughs> yeah <laughs> more than once in a while probably <laughs> yeah and, it, and that's part that's part of it but when yeah. you, when, you, when you when you when you get a chance to step back and and look at it. Uh, twenty twenty hindsight's always uh, way better, isn't it? Yeah. And so as a coach, it's the same thing. It's it's great to reassess 
and have this experience and you'll handle it differently the next time. And no experience is identical, but there's experiences that are a little different all the time because there is a personal element and a dynamic element of a team versus, you know, like individual sports or anything like that. So, um, but you just try to get better. You try to get better as a coach. I was saying we, sometimes I felt like we overcoached, um, that's because we're 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 so passionate about getting better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes when you when you over when I say you overcoach, you get a little bit away from what you do really well. Well, you know? I, I heard you. I, I, I'm sorry to cut you. Out. I, I heard you talking to Brian Burke and those guys on the radio yesterday. A lot of that, or some of that, was in reaction just because you, you didn't have the Sezikis line much at all this season, and and you're trying to figure out ways. To, to keep the team purring with, without, yeah. you know, your your main engine, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where, you know, and, and there's times when I, I should have said, you know what, you know, where I said, okay, we're going to have to play this way a little bit differently um, because we didn't have that, that line or that, that engine or whatever. Um, maybe we should just, you know, tighten it up and even did more of what we well versus trying to change it right you know and and as you're as you're trying to change it a little bit you you you're not as tight in some areas i always say i always say you're sort of a uh, as coaches and and every team's different but with our team i'm like a four you know you want to juggle four balls you're a juggler but you you're only capable of juggling three so what ball are you going to let slide to add something and maybe we didn't have to you know we tried to maybe push the offense a little bit more um when we should have just locked down defensively even more and not worried about it we score two goals and and they get none we win rather than you know we got to get to three and four because we're not you know you know it just doesn't work that way you know it just you got to do what you do really well uh, you know, I, I'm, as we're sitting here, I'm watching uh, uh, Vegas and Columbus. They're on the, uh, I think it's the NHL Network. And, you know, Columbus basically took our our mindset. They, they said, you know what, we lost all these guys. So what can we do really well that could separate us from everybody else? We can be really good defensively. And so they were. And their mindset is we're going to check. We're going to be hard to play against. And... They had great success. They had really good success. They they said, you know what, we're not going to win, you know, three two. We're just going to win two one every night. And 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 tough on you if you can't beat us, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and like you said, the break. You know, obviously the, the the world circumstances are horrific, but from a hockey standpoint, and you know, every team is getting healthier. But you know, presumably, when when if you're able to play again, you get Casey back. You know, Cal's now a lot healthier. You know, you, you get Johnny Boychuk back. So you know, the the team is. You can get Adam back. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could get uh, you got Green and Pajot for actual practice time. Yeah, you know, so you know we're we're a four line team. I think the the, the 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 great thing that I'm excited about when we get back playing is we're a four line team. We're healthy like everybody else, but not everybody's a four line team. Mm-hmm. And and that may pay dividends early for some teams because they 
may have a little, they might be a little top heavy, um, but it, it's going to hurt them in the long run. You know, so we'll see how that plays out if, when we get to play. But I, I, I'm excited. I would, I would, I think our group against anybody, if we're healthy. Hey, do you worry about like one position group compared to another one being able to refine their game? Like I, I'm thinking specifically of the goalies. You know how how quickly can they refine their game after a long hiatus like this? Um, that's everybody's different. I mean, every I think every goaltender's different because they're they're and the reason I say that is that every everybody uh, is structurally built differently. As goaltenders, and goaltenders are also, from a standpoint, um, mentally, at some point, some goalies need to do different things, um, and they got to feel good about what they do and be in that place. And you know, older goalie may may find it harder to get going, or he might find it easier to get going, yeah. and, and because he's healthy, and then he wears down quicker. So everybody's a little bit different, but I do know this. Uh, I, I, we are very strong at the, uh, at goal, uh, with the two goalies we have. Um, and we're, we're strong at the goaltending coaching position with Piro and Mitch. And I've had, you know, I've been here for two years, an excellent job. And I, I have Mitch for 20 years and I know he is very, very, very thorough of thinking about what is needed to be, to happen to make goaltenders well. And I, I know if I ask Mitch, you know, tell me, you know, can you send me something that we would, would there be a checklist of what we got to get done for our goaltenders? He would say, I'll send it in three minutes because he's already done that. He's one of those very, you know, the habits and skill, almost like a skill inventory. He would, he would have that in place. And, and, uh, cause I've worked with, with him for a long time and, and he works with Piro. So they will have that ready. And uh, they will have a plan. It won't be, hey, let's uh, get them ready. They will have a plan on what's best to get them the most ready in the quickest time. Hey, uh, I just want to, let me just finish up and, and ask you, what was, what was that flight like back on March 12th from Calgary? You know, what, what are the emotions and, you know, the questions being asked? I, I know, you know, you were supposed to have a morning skate that day that got scrubbed and then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're flying back home. Just get, what, what do you recall of that day? Well, it was, it was uh, well, when, it, when it hit the, the, I guess it was the night before when the, uh, the, the NBA spinning yeah. the, the game, that, that started the, the chain reaction of guys talking, okay, what about us? Uh, I, going in and, and, and seeing what was happening in Europe, and they were saying, hey, you know, it's it's going to happen, you know, it's coming this way. Uh, I thought, uh, I said to the coaching staff, I think we're going to make it to Pittsburgh hmm. and, and maybe get that game in through that weekend or the Monday, I think it was a Monday game. Um, then I don't know if we're going to play after that. I, that was my... Suspicion, right? And then the NBA thing came, and that sort of ramped it up. And then uh, we were on our, we had breakfast that morning, and we were about to to go to the uh, arena and uh, have the morning skate. And we, uh, uh, Lou, got a hold of us and said, uh, "Listen, uh, I don't want anybody going down to the rink. Um, 
filled us in on what was going on. So uh, I think the trainers uh, went back to just pack up the stuff. They were the only ones that were allowed to go back. And um, uh, Lou kept us quite informed of what the what we thought was uh, the plan of uh, getting back. Uh, the time we had to get the plane uh, was picking up or taking someone else back. So we had the we actually stayed the whole day in the in the hotel. Mm. And then we left that, that night. Um, but it was it was strange because uh, in, in, in in a sense we went to Calgary Airport and you go through the regular um, you know terminal and all that and yeah. there was really no one there. Yeah, there was no one there. We were like the only ones there. There was maybe about ten other people in the whole airport, uh, other than a couple of ticket agents and. Uh, and obviously immigration and, and all the security that you need. Um, but it was, it was, you knew, you knew, uh, you know, this was a, a little bit bigger than, uh, than you thought. So, yeah, well, you, you missed a little bit of a snowstorm, I guess, because uh, it, it's, yeah. it snowed that night. And when I woke up, because my flight was the next morning, and yeah, yeah it was a slow ride out to the uh, airport in the cab. So, <laughs> Yeah, we were, uh, we were, uh, I was talking to good friends in Edmonton who I was supposed to, uh, we were going to stay overnight in Edmonton and fly to Pittsburgh. So I said, after the game, we'll go for a bite to eat, uh, you know, after the game because we're staying overnight and then we're flying back the next day. So I knew I had, I could work on the plane all day. Yeah. And um, so I said, we'll go out. And I, yeah, I phoned him and said, hey, we're not, uh, we're not coming, and, they, and then it started breaking all over the place um, on the news and, and all that. So um, in, in Calgary, yeah, we, we were sitting in the airport for probably a couple hours because we uh, the immigration said that they were only staying to a certain time, and then we'd have to leave the next day, and we said, well, they're playing the coming, so we'll go to the airport. So we, we ended up sitting in the airport for a couple hours, Yeah, um, which is fine. Uh, uh, you know, it was old school. It was like the, what the NHL used to be. You'd go to the airport and it'd be delayed. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> have uh, in the uh, in the airport, you know. So, you know, I made a lot of phone calls and, and uh, talked to people and stuff like that. But uh, uh, going back, you, you knew it was, uh, was going to be a, a, a little while. It wasn't going to be, you know, one week. It was going to be a few weeks, so. Yeah, that was that. I think that was evident, you know, that we were flying all the way from Calgary back, that this was going to be a little bit longer. So, um, you know, the, the players were good. Uh, Lou was fantastic with uh, keeping people informed, and uh, he still continues to do that. So, um, you know, we, we, uh, we'll be prepared, and the players are, are uh, they want to get back playing, and I think society would like to get back to normal, but, the, you know, the, the, the normal will be a little different, but, you know, next little while. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, Barry, listen, I can't express how much I'm looking forward to that, you know, <laughs> just yeah. be, you know, I, I, I don't think that I, I take my job for granted, you know, but, you know, I don't think I'll ever again, like, lose that sense of just how much fun it is to be around the hockey team and, and that enjoyment. I'm just so much looking forward to getting back to that. 
Yeah, well, you know what? You, you realize, uh, you know, like we, we, as coaches even, you, you know, we, we like what we do. But there's times during the, the season that you're you're exhausted. Yeah. You're, you're tired and, you know, you're, you, you, would you like to have a, a weekend off and, and not do anything? Yeah, but you, you, you got to you grind it out for pretty well 10 months and then you get a little bit of a reprieve. But, you know, um, you know, you don't take it for granted because I, I, you're, you're right. I, I, there's times I haven't been out of the league for, you know, 21 years. I've been yeah. pretty well work. I, I've been out of work for, I don't know what, two hours, three hours. <laughs> uh, That's a good record. Yeah, and I'm fortunate, but but you know what? When we've had lockouts and that, I've been through a couple lockouts, and uh, and now this that you, I have an appreciation for um, what we do and how fortunate we are. But I I, I look at you know the first time we had the first lockout, I was sort of lost. Yeah. And now that I've gone through it, I've learned that if you take that time and 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 a little and make it productive. So, like today, today we're we're productive. We're we're talking. We're doing interviews. We're we're, we're making other. I'm making hopefully making you productive so that you can write things. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, no, this is a week's worth so, of material. <laughs> it, it's a it's a productive day. So yeah, you know, I'm doing stuff. Uh, and trying to get, find ways to get better, then that's what you do. And then I'm going to spend some time with the, the family, and uh, I'm going to, you know, I've, I've learned to play Mario Kart. My, my <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a gamer or anything like that. I, I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I've never really played, you know, uh, video games. And we play Wii and a little bit like that. But during the season, it's I, I get home so late. Um, that there's not a lot of times that we get to do that. So now we're, we get a little Wii or Mario Kart with my my special needs son, and he kills me. But <laughs> never get to do that. Yeah, it was, my my girls were telling me t- today's actually my birthday, and uh, my oh, happy birthday. oh thanks. And my my girls were saying, you know, they can't remember the last time I was home on my birthday, because it's always right at the end of the season, and it always seems like I'm on the road, and, you know, or, or, or never mind the fact that one or the other daughter was away at school, so the, the fact that we're all together here is, it, it's been a nice day. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, over the years, they obviously have the, my four kids, I can't remember, if I added up all the birthdays and, uh, and, you know, uh, you know, concerts and things that they they were doing uh, in school or whatever. You count them up; it'd be horrifying. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you know but we make it up. The kids have had their birthday parties. They're just never on their birthday. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I told my family this birthday was canceled. We can celebrate it in a few months if they want to. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, hey, listen, Barry, uh, again, it's just great hearing your voice. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, like I said, uh, I can't wait until we, we can do this in person again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Man, I'm looking forward to it, too. All right. Hey, listen, all the best to you, your wife, and your kids, okay? I, I hope everyone's right. healthy and, and be well. All right, and happy birthday. What's the, what's the year? Uh, I'm, I'm just behind you. I'm at 53. Oh, yeah, you look way... You look, I thought you were in the 40s. No. I, I'm 57. 
Yeah. I'm looking about 87. <laughs> no, you look great. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm I'm creeping up there too. So, yeah, but you got to, you know what? I, I, I've never had a job where I've had to act old. I mean, the, the, this keeps you young. You know, I, I still feel like a little kid just because, you know, I get to be around athletes in a sport that I love. So it, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. That's why I keep up with my music. I listen to what they're listening to, and I go like, "Who's that?" Yeah. So I can completely be relevant when it talks to, you know, all the stuff I go. They don't know who Nazareth is. And, and <laughs> three, three dog night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was funny. Clearwater clear Revival. You know. Yeah. No, it's uh, it was funny. My daughter was playing uh, Chic uh, today. That song, Good Times. And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, some 70s disco. And she was like, is that what this is? I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, listen, Barry, all the best. And uh, hopefully we can talk again soon. And uh, like I said, best to your family. Stay well. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, Barry. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that chat with Barry Trotz. Uh, like I said, you know, I do miss being around Barry. I do miss being around the players. And uh, hopefully that gets rectified in the uh, coming months here and we can get back to uh, some sense of normalcy. But uh, with that, that would be it for episode 28. I'm your host, Andrew Gross, A. Gross Newsday on Twitter. I appreciate you listening. And uh, if you're looking for back issues or back episodes of this podcast, you, you can find it on the Newsday website. Uh, newsday.com backslash sports you can find it on soundcloud find it on uh, google play apple wherever podcasts are found and that would be wrapping it up wait a minute hold on so as with the rest of the world i am working from home (laughs) and the the three kids have come into the room right now and what all right hold on one second Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear dad, happy birthday to you. All right. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, Sorry about that, folks, but... uh, you know, uh, this has been a little bit of a different birthday. Uh, it was, as I said to Barry, it's kind of funny. Uh, usually not home, so uh, it's in one sense being nice. It's nice being around family and having them being able to walk into your podcast and sing you happy birthday. But uh, uh, like I said, wishing all the best to all of you out there. Stay safe. Be well. And I will talk to you soon. Take care, everybody.